First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. And UPD raided those stores that are near us, and um, they confiscated it. But because of you know bail reform and the mm-hmm. backlog in um, narcotics investigations, they just are selling it the next day. Wow! And people can get it for ten dollars. And so you have that easy high that's really dangerous because you don't know what's in it. It's not regulated, mm-hmm. and so it does make many people like zombies. And so we're trying to address that as well. Um, by uh, connecting people with, um, you know, peer advocates and peer counselors and getting them into like Helio um, or a CFLR or some of the, the rescue mission. Now, do you have any sort of security measures in place or do police uh, frequent your Yeah, we have, we have full-time security on site. But honestly, the only kind of violence that we have um, encountered is people um, being um, mean to homeless people in the sense of uh, we've had like uh, people who are not who are who are not homeless people who are not mentally yes. ill yes but maybe we question their yes mental compassion exactly um, so just regular people out there abusing yeah and people tend to criminalize off the bat people who are experiencing homelessness yeah and so um, People tend to see it as a character defect rather than a complex problem with many issues that we all may be a part of and mm-hmm. that we all should take part in in dealing with. Yeah. You said you've seen violence from this? Uh, we've had some of our people attacked. Oh, um, that's disgusting. I- I'm going to tell yes. you something. I know there's a thing out there where, and, and sometimes they're taping it for YouTube, yep. where you just attack a, a homeless person. Yeah, so uh, probably about a week ago, a group of probably – 14, 15-year-old kids, kids yep. came, and uh, the homeless person was just sitting outside, taking a smoke break, uh, sitting down. The homeless person was probably 130 pounds, um, and five kids came up and started kicking him, beating him. Yeah. And yep. um, and we've had, you know, even threats from neighbors um, that don't like our, that we're doing this in the neighborhood. You know, like, um, I get I get threats every day, like, keep your dirty junkies out of my lawn or whatever. Mm. And what I like to say is, we're trying to address a crisis that already exists and has been exacerbated right, right. by the pandemic. So we would like your help um, yeah. because it, we need all hands on deck right now. Mm-hmm. Actually, maybe helping the neighborhood. You, you, not maybe. You're helping the neighborhood. Yes, because by, there are neighbors, too. I yeah. think that's one thing that's often overlooked is there, there are neighbors. Some of the people that we're dealing with, as we said, because they've been locked out of other shelters, mm-hmm. um, they may have been homeless for five 10 years. We've had people that, and so we're trying to re-engage them um, because they may have given up on going to DSS. Yeah, and so yeah. we try to say, hey, we, we'll take you to DSS. We'll sit with you. We'll get you through because you don't want, because imagine if you um, are, you don't like crowds, you have, um, you know, your schizophrenia and you have to go sit and wait for three hours at DSS. No one usually can, I can't wait that long. Yeah. And so no one, people just bolt. And so we try to go and sit with them. Um, and make sure that they actually get connected and, mm-hmm. you know, help them. Yeah. Uh, could you tell me about your uh, the Morrow Center and what it is that, that you guys do? Okay, the Morrow Center actually is named after a pastor that was uh, yeah. in the 70s and 80s, one of our longest-serving pastors, and his wife really wanted to honor his legacy, and so um, we named it after them. And what we do is um, we are a low-barrier uh, emergency shelter where our, our real goal is— two, three, four nights stay at best where people who have been lost by the system can get reengaged, and then we try to connect them with the system that they've lost track of. The problem is the system is so overwhelmed now yeah. that we can't get them out in three, right. four days because uh, – and the Olsen also crushed that. Because, right, right. Um, so we had more people from the Olsen and then less opportunity to get them out. 
Did the city step up with any funding for you as well? Yes, the city has been actually very supportive, and um, the mayor actually um, uh, something I've been pitching for a few years, but it really made sense this year. Is I also take them for work during the day every day, mm-hmm. and so like many of the people who are don't have anything to do during the day, um, I'll put them you know on our church bus, and then we'll go out and Dave Short from DPW in the parks will say, "Hey, you guys, can you go weed whack?" Oh, um, that's a, you know, it's that's almost great. an informal program that yeah. you're doing. That yeah. Go a weed whack the park today yeah. or pick up litter. We pick up a lot of litter. Um, and so we do that every day. And they really like that. And then they get paid and um, cash at the end. Mm-hmm. And then usually the great thing about that is many haven't had phones, haven't been able to talk to their family, and they can, you know, um, yeah. you know get reconnected. Well, that's so nice, too, because when you – I feel like when you do a job or you contribute to your community in a way, there's yeah. a positive mental attitude that can come from it that can almost help in – yeah. Giving a purpose. Yeah. Well, we f- we water all the flowers for the city, too, on Genesee Street every night. And, uh, you know, now some of the guys that work for us take great pride in that. You know, that, hey, th- those flowers look good because we're yeah. doing that yeah. and we're giving back. Yeah. Well, that's awesome right there. Yeah. I, that, that part is really great. I just had a thought, and I yeah. don't know if you guys have ever done this. Um, I've never been to your place, but I assume there's some type of a kitchen set up, right? Yes. Where, uh, is it is it possible to get the county and when they the state services that they offer come through the county to be able to have a counselor or I don't know what they call them but but sit down like during lunch one day so they don't have to be in a hallway doing this three hour wait where you they can sit down one on one while they're having yes. a meal that's part of what the county really wanted us to be is that place of um, safe casual engagement so when they we open at eight at night which makes it harder for some of the agencies to flex their time and come but sure we will fill out the their forms for them at night with our staff and then we'll have a bus at like eight in the morning and take them straight to dss but Mm -hmm. we get to fill out that form with them at night in a casual atmosphere and we try to make a nice dinner for them every night when they get there so that you know while they're eating their dinner and they're kind of safe and comfortable then we can fill out all their forms and then you know get them to dss it's great too that you're you know it's it's almost like you're not trying to be well you're not trying to be a permanent home for these folks but absolutely it's, a, it's an intermediate here and then you're also pairing them up with the services that are available which do is you, really great do right. you um uh do you require a religion for them do you no, not at all because I, it's funny because there are some that do yes and i know this one person who i won't go there i'm not going there because they try to push their religion on me yeah and i think the there's a there can be with people who are 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 are, are mentally challenged, mm-hmm. mentally ill, there can be a stubbornness and sometimes a meanness, mm-hmm. a mean streak. I know some. This is I'm describing someone that I know, yeah. and this person continuously was getting kicked out of the system yep. because he wasn't polite, yeah. and and sometimes was maybe verbally abusive. Um, and I I can tell you, this person can't help it, right? And right. and. We have to somehow understand that logic, yes. while it's it's hopefully formed in our minds pretty well and yeah. and we're on strong ground when yeah. it comes to logic, people who are mentally ill may not have that logic. Exactly, and that's why we exist. So we teach all of our staff uh, conflict resolution, de-escalation, mm-hmm. so people don't get kicked out for the same reason. So if someone you know is really, say, verbally aggressive. Yeah. We will we've t- taught our staff how to not engage, right. you know, not get into a fight with them on the on the merits of whatever they're upset about. Mm-hmm. Get them de-escalated and um not and not get them kicked out. So and we have a lot of people like that who have been kicked out of everywhere else because of that. Right, right. And we try to not be that. The only reason that we will terminate someone's stay with us is if they had been physically aggressive right. to someone else. Yeah. Um 
You have to protect the people. Exactly. And at some point, there may come a point where you can't help someone. Yes. But we, we, we really um, try to differentiate between safety and uh, uncomfortability. Right. So if someone's screaming and yelling, I'm used to it now. Like, right. you know, like, and I know that it's hard for people. And I try to, I hope our neighbors understand that, you know, when people are yelling and screaming um, and that are going through this, it's not as, um, it's not as bad as it looks. Like right, if you try right. to put yourself in their shoes and understand, you'll notice that um, they're they're just dealing with those issues. And you we're see trying it in to nur- you see it in nursing homes. Yes, exactly. These are people that are not homeless people. These are yes. people that are are going through a struggle, and yeah. it might be dementia. Who knows what it is? Exactly. But you see that, and you know. Yeah. So we got to find a way to be able to maneuver through that. This whole thing up. Oh, you're not being polite to me. You're gone. Yeah. I think that's. That's not the way to handle. If this we had situation. that rule, we would have nobody. You wouldn't have anybody left, except so. for kind of the right. non-traditional people. Well, I got to say, I um, I think what you're doing is uh, is really noble and mm-hmm. um, interesting that you spent 48 hours out there to get the publicity, yeah. and it seems like it's worked for you. Well, we hope just to raise awareness and let you know that the people that are struggling from homelessness are humans. Yeah, and you know they deserve to be looked in the eye and given human dignity. Is there a way that somebody can donate? To, how will people donate to your church? And the yeah, effort? well, on uh, Facebook, we have the Morrow Warming Center uh, group and also Cornerstone Community Church, and we have all of our links there. And you can uh, uh, private messages there because we need volunteers all the time. We need food. Like one of the things, they love cereal. And mm. so we will feed them all night because it's better than, you know, doing other things. Yeah. And so they love cereal. So we have like cereal all night uh, in addition to the meal <laughs> that we, you know, and coffee and snacks, you know, healthy snacks and things like that. Not, and even unhealthy snacks, they, a lot of donuts and things. Because, <laughs> hey, if you're experiencing homelessness, a jelly donut can be a great thing. For sure. <laughs> well, and speaking Comfort of that, food. What, yes. what do you say to when, when someone is asking for money? What do you recommend to the rest of us? Because you know where that money's going. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is I heard a comedian that's talk about, well, you know, my money goes to drugs and alcohol, too. Uh, but I'm yeah. just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, You're right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but we try to say, like, uh, get them a card. Like, we always have on, on um, hand, like, Dunkin' Donuts cards because they're right across the street. Mm-hmm. And so I'll give them a Dunkin' Donuts card. Uh, um, and then they, they'll go and get something to eat. And I would say either um, buy them food. Um, yeah, and you um, might get yelled at. Yeah, yeah, but you'll walk away, and they'll usually be eating the food. Yeah, food is yeah. Uh, food is always helpful. Yeah, and so that's what I always say. Like I keep some in my car, like a yeah. little, you know, a bag to give out, or you know, yeah. water. I, I don't want to. Uh, <clears throat> I, again, I, I think the program you have is great, and I, I had some questions coming in. Yeah, I think it's great. But to the point on food, actually, Wayne had sent me a couple of pictures. There were some. Um, I don't know if they're still there, but there were a couple of panhandlers that were frequently on that corner where the gas station is by Utica College, mm-hmm. and apparently some people had given them some canned goods, and there was basically a stash, and, and they, it was being thrown out, but it was like a pile of canned goods. That yeah, they what are you going to give them the canned goods and just yeah, what are you going to do with that? Right. Although I would say that I know most of the homeless people, um, you know, the traditionally ones in town, most of the panhandlers are not. Correct. Right. Uh, um, Can I say some of it's a scam? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Many of them are not like one of them. I know uh, I've known for years and um, whenever I see him, I'm like, come on, Um, you've got an apartment, you've got money, you know, stop doing that. Um, And a car. Usually it's parked around the street. He doesn't have a car, but he's got a nice bike. 
Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he stole my lawnmower a few years ago. So. <laughs> wow. He was like, hey, Pastor Mike, can I borrow the lawnmower and mow a few lawns? And then I'm like, hey, uh, oh, I sold your mower. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Well, at least he was honest about Yeah, he it. was. Wow. Is it typical wow. of maybe somebody who is homeless that you deal with to do that activity, to, to panhandle? Most of them don't, actually, um, that, that, um, that stay with us. Maybe a few once in a while. But because we do the work program, they don't have to. And that was one of the other things why we want to do that work program was so that people don't have to panhandle. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to say, too, you talked about a lot of the people with the issues that they may be dealing with. They aren't looking to be social and interact with 500 different people at a street corner. No. They just want to kind of be left alone. Exactly. They don't want crowds. They don't want people. And would you want that much more rejection? And, you know, for every person that gives you a dollar, there's people that say, get a job or look at you like, yeah. I can't handle that kind of rejection. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're right. You're, there's a lot of, yeah. And, um, yeah. So yeah. again, we've heard again from another source yeah. those panhandlers with the signs. Don't well, give them money. Th- there are there Please. are those though that are in need of need of uh, money to buy drugs or alcohol. Sure, and they're going to do whatever they can to get out there and, it's a and hustle. get money. Yeah. Everything's a hustle, yeah. and that's yeah. part of the hustle. Uh, Reverend Mike Ballman, thank you for your time. And thank you for having me. What you're doing out there? Appreciate it. Glad you stayed. Uh, relatively warm, warm enough to survive the weekend. (laughs) I did. Okay.